Craft Beer Radio, episode 81, June 28th, 2007. Welcome to Craft Beer Radio, the show dedicated to craft beer and the craft brewing industry. I'm Greg Weiss. And this is Jeff Bear. This week we're doing a... Hey Greg, I'm looking for a little salvation. Do you know where I can get some salvation? You can get salvation right here, episode 81 of Craft Beer Radio, because that's what we're doing today. We're doing salvation, salvation, and... Collaboration. Collaboration. Some of you may know there is the Avery beer called Salvation, and there was the Russian River beer called Salvation. Two brewers called each other up and said, hey, what's going on? Do we have a problem with the same name? And they decided to make a beer that's a blend of both of them. So you're asking, okay, well, what is okay? So what is Salvation besides how we're going to get drunk tonight? Salvation is, <laughs> in terms of this first one which you're having, which is the Avery version, this is a Belgian strong pale ale, hop wisteria and goldings, alcohol by volume 9%. This is actually a growler from Off the Tap at Mad Max. Thank you, Mad Max. I, uh, when I opened it, I thought I smelled a bit of skunk, which doesn't make any sense because I've seen it go from the tap to right. here, and I don't know where it would have got light struck, but I didn't smell any once I poured it into your glass, so maybe I was just smelling things. No, I smelled a bit. Oh, really? How'd it get skunked? But I don't think it's actually skunky. I think it's... I mean, they say Salvation has luscious apricot and peach aromas, and I guess that can really kind of come through a bit as skunky at times. I'm trying to think. It was like sitting in my car for like 10 minutes. I don't think the sun was out. It's a very dark bottle. Yeah, I don't think the sun was out. The sun wasn't out because it was rainy all day. So, hmm. I had this beer yesterday on tap, you know, full glass. It tasted nice and fresh. There was nothing wrong with it, so tastes fine. Yeah, tastes fine. Not sure what's up with the nose. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of light struck skunkiness in the nose too. Maybe there was a, some UV rays blasting through the clouds or something like that. Who knows? Shows what I go for not taking good enough care of my beer. So this is a um, beer of 25 IBUs, so not very bitter. Um, Salvation is a luscious apricot and peach aroma, is delicately interwoven with spicy suggestions of nutmeg and cinnamon. The heavenly sauce, champagne-like elixir, is sellable for three years. That's all the information that Avery had on their site about the beer. Okay, so the, the look of it is is a a really golden color, like you know, gold, fool's gold, pyrite, that sort of color, mm-hmm. um, with not much of a head. And like you said, the aroma we're getting has some aspects of skunk to it, which we're not quite sure where those came from because it was directly off the tap. It's pretty impossible for that to get skunked. It was in Jeff's car for 40, 40 10, minutes, ten minutes. It was like. 25 minutes total, if that. So I don't know how it got skunked in. In this very dark, uh, Grosch-like pop-top container. And I covered it with my uh, backpack, so mainly so people, the people wouldn't see it, but also so the sun wouldn't hit it. So I don't know what happened to the aroma. I've never seen the Salvation around here in bottles, so when I saw it on top of Mad Max, I'm like, dang, it's time to do this yeah. show. So it's, uh, it's spicy with a bit of... Um a bit of a floral kind of potpourri aftertaste on the sides of your tongue. First couple of sips come across as really, really sweet. And then as you drink more of it, it 
kind of you get used to it. It you get ta- you can taste more of the complexity and not just the the alcohol and the sweetness that you get in the first couple sips. You know, I'm surprised no one um, sent any mail. We didn't really get any mail. Really, this well, week we got a few. But well, about this in particular, last week, and you actually when you took. When you took uh, the beer out of the fridge, you said, this is Icor. And I said, no, it's Ecor. Well, it turns out the preferred pronunciation is, in fact, Icor. So I'm surprised no one emailed us to say, hey, you guys called it Ecor the whole night. How come, you know, Merriam-Webster says Icor? Uh-huh, so you can be wrong. It happens. It has been known to happen on occasions, but I do correct myself when I am. <laughs> or at least I try. <laughs> When you're backed into a corner. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When I have to. When I absolutely have to. We got an email from a listener, Rob, in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. He wanted to know if we were going to the uh, State College Brew Fest. It's the end of July. I, I want to go. I haven't brought it up with the missus yet. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. Uh, end of July, I've actually got uh, some things on my calendar. So Okay. It's like the last weekend in July 28th, something like that. Saturday. Maybe down in Maryland that weekend. Okay. So, maybe I'll be a loner. Maybe we'll miss the State College again one more Well, year. it looks like, and I've, I've said this before, I don't know if I've said it on the show or not, it looks like I will not be able to go to the Great American Beer Fest, unfortunately. Uh, bummer. Uh, but Jeff will be able to go. I'll be representing. Yes. So, That's unfortunately, it'll be only Jeff in uh, in Denver this year. Yep. Maybe we'll get you back next year. It'll be nice. Also save CBR some money for the... For the beers. For the beers. It's all about the beers. Yeah. You can bring back some favorites or something like that. We also got an email from Craig Johnson who uh, listened to episode 78 79 and was amazed that both shows had skunked beer. He said, I've read that hop beers can be skunked off of flavors easily because of the three-methyl-2-butane-1-thiol production from the light and iso-off passes, but these beers should not have been too hoppy. I think people should send you newer beers. Well... Keep in mind, now we actually talked about this episode 46, it was a Pilsner's episode, that I did a whole rundown, a very scientific and drawn-out rundown of what exactly happened. Now, yes, it is true. It's the uh, isoprenal radical, also 3-methyl-2-butene-1-thiol, from the isoalpha acids. But we did also mention that this is an ex- this is an extremely detectable chemical by your nose. I mean, in one part per trillion, even uh, or one part per billion. It's it was the, somewhere it's in the billions. It was somewhere along that line. It, I thought it was in the billions, but then when I think we it's were, six when, per billion. When we were when we talked to Val at the at the Budweiser thing, uh, he said trillion, and he would know more than than anybody really. So you're talking about a chemical that is detectable by, in in amounts that are unfathomable to even imagine. Right. So even a minor hop addition, now we've had wheat beers that have been horribly skunked. Wheat beers have a very minor hop addition usually. And we've had wheat beers where you can't taste the hops, and you can taste very subtle bitterness, if any, but you can really taste the skunkiness. It's happened. You know, some, a lot of the skunk beers we've had recently have been European imports, too. Right. Hopefully the handling is better than they used to be, but I've heard horror stories where it gets shipped, it sits on the in the sun on the dock in New Jersey for like a month before it gets, you know, handled and put into refrigeration. So, I mean, that's going to, you know, you would think in those kind of containers you wouldn't have much light getting through, but it's going to oxidize the hell out of it. And somewhere along those lines, that Chimay and that Bornum had some sunlight beating on yeah, it. Yeah, and, and that's going to happen. Now, what actually happens is not the... Uh, 
not the ultraviolet light from the sunlight because they can't get through the glass, but the regular light hits the riboflavin, goes into a triplet stage, hits the other, <laughs> hits the carbon lattice. Even, I can't believe you remember the details of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it gets energized, hits the carbon lattice that drops off the isoprenal radical, isoprenal mercaptan forms from sulfur, uh, sulfur molecules that are in the beer, like dimethyl sulfides, among other things, and uh, turns into this skunky chemical. Now, like I said, you can get an even fuller rundown episode 40. It was either 43 or 46. It was a Pilsner's right. episode. And he finishes off, by the way, I can hear you guys get a good whiff of beer. It lets me know that you're trying to perceive every part of the aroma in the beer. Or we're so, just trying to get through any stuffiness we have in our nose. Let's give them a good whiff, huh? I don't detect the skunk anymore. No, it's, it it's smells, aired out. It smells great, certainly. What are your impressions on this, Avery? I mean, we haven't said too much about it, but it's it's getting a little spicier now. It's a little spicy. It's it's kind of sticky. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, you know, my particular favorite uh, beer style. Um, there have been other pale ales that I've had that are, you know, Belgian pale ales that I've had that are better. It's 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 a sticky beer fan's beer. Yeah, okay. I think. And so it's not really quite living up to my... When I first had it yesterday at Mad Max, that's my first impression for the first half of the glass. It's, oh, it's just it's too sweet, too sticky. Then I got used to it, and I'm still used to it today, and I'm enjoying this. I think it's nice. Again, I prefer a couple points less alcohol on it. You know, the 9% can really catch up with you quick. Yeah, it catches up with you quick, and it's it almost seems like cheating sometimes, doesn't it? Because you could do this beer without the alcohol. You could do this beer at 6%. Mm. I don't know. I mean, to me, the biggest part of the flavor is the alcohol in here and um, some of the spiciness that goes in with that. I don't know if this would be the same beer as just a, uh, a Belgian pale ale. I guess you could argue that. I'd like to see what, what this, if they brewed this with a little bit less, you know, of, it, of, it mentioned on, of a lower gravity beer. Also mentioned on the website, I don't think I grabbed it, but it said that because they brewed um, Hog Heaven, the barley wine, and one of their other big beers, I can't remember which one, it proves that, you know, people are ready for a big in-your-face beer type thing. So that's why Salvation came about, you know, it was just another Avery big beer. So they're kind of aiming for, you know, something that almost tends to be on that sticky side. There's a market out there, and it's... um it's probably a larger percent of the craft beer market than um, than other the other percentiles is the market that's really interested in the extreme heavy right. strong beers. So I can see what they're going for. It's not hitting me as much as I would have, have liked it, but you know, we are slightly different people. So our next beer is Russian River Salvation. We just had Avery Salvation. This is Russian River Salvation. This is a Belgian strong dark ale. Also 9% with uh, 22 IBUs, even less IBUs than the 25 in the Avery Salvation. It is uh, caged and corked, 750 milliliter bottles. They they label all their batches. This is batch 003. So I assume that would mean the third. There you go. That's a pop. That's a nice pop. Better than that, that little dinky one from last week. Okay, so we're pouring a caramel brownish color with oh, a nice head on there, you know? A nice one or two finger head, soft and pillowy with a couple big bubbles in there just to space it out. 
We're drinking these beers out of snifters tonight, so we can really savor and get in on the aroma. Wow, that's nice. Caramel, maybe some toffee, some cocoa. It's not coming through as much as it is for you. I mean, it's not as as present the aroma. I mean, I'm noticing what you what you're noticing, sort of a, a, a caramel and, and toffee, and a little bit of uh, is that a little bit of woodiness there? No, I'm getting. Actually, I'm getting more cocoa now than I was before. Yeah, cocoa. Certainly. I gotta take a sip of this thing. It's just inviting me so much. It's like, your salvation, drink man. Me. Take a drink of your salvation. Ooh. Ooh, that's interesting. There's a little bit of tartness in there. I wonder if that's just because we haven't really had much to wash this off from the other salvation. Or is it because Vinny put a little bit of uh, wild beasties in there? <laughs> I was reading about it, and it didn't say that it was really brewed with anything crazy. Uh, this is something I should talk about. I've mentioned before, and I can't believe no one's ever called me on it, but I said that all the Russian beer Asians were wild in some way, either Britannomyces or spontaneously fermented or Pediococcus, something like that. But from what I read about the Salvation, it's just a Belgian-style ale. And I think several of the, several of the other Asians are regular not crazy, you know, microbiological playgrounds. So, hmm. but I, I don't know. Are you tasting any kind of tartness in there? There's kind of a nutty note to it and kind of a little bit of, I don't want to say banana because it's not quite banana. It's kind of more like, more earthy than banana. See, I'm Maybe getting this like, tannish. It's not quite the it's, same. It's, it's subtle. It, it's, it's way back there. I'm just trying to pull it out. I mean, the main thing I'm tasting, right smack dab in the center of my tongue, is almost like this lactic acid type flavor. But it doesn't have, it like has the beginning bite, but not the end bite you get out of like a, something like a blue vice or something like that. So I'm thinking like vanilla, maybe. And the aroma, you know what, the aroma reminds me a lot of uh, the Unibrew type aroma, but better. <laughs> Because there's something about the Unibrew house yeast that I don't particularly care for. This is like that kind of similar to Unibrew, but like without the stuff I don't like. You know what that tartness is? That's the hops. You think? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see it. I, it's coming through to me pretty clearly that you're getting kind of a. Uh, a pithy hop-like flavor, something, some sort of uh, citrusy hop there. That's kind of it's hitting some of those malty flavors and producing somewhat of a tartness. Yeah, we don't have information on what kind of hops are in the Russian River beer. Strong dark ale has a tawny brown colored notes of banana and spice that dominate. You said banana, didn't you? I did. Did, did you read it or? Yeah. All right, and that's a banana that dominate the initial. But I don't think, but, the beer. It, it, but it wasn't banana to me. It was like it was close to banana, but it wasn't there. It was sort of uh, earthier than banana. I mean, if you, you if you taste this for banana, it's not going to be like a half of ice and where you taste mm-hmm. banana. Right, you, you're it, it's something way in the background there, especially after 
the alcohol has some time to to lift some flavors off, and you're getting kind of this banana-ish, earthy flavor. It's more, it's kind of like a, a mushy banana with the tartness okay. mixed with some vanilla, and hold back on some of the banana flavor. When you said tartness, I think there's some Sour Patch Kids in here. <laughs> it's not that sour to me. Really? Huh. Interesting. Subtle malt flavors blend perfectly with the fruit-driven characteristics created by the classic Belgian yeast to ferment this ale. Very similar to their sister beer, Damnation. I don't want any Damnation. I want Salvation. <laughs> this won a silver medal in the 1999 World Beer Cup, the Belgian ale category. If you drink this at different speeds, you get completely different flavors. I took a faster sip... And it was more fruit and like chocolate, and right. I didn't get the tartness at all. Mm. Like cherries and chocolate, or something. You're right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. A, a bigger gulp of this gives you definitely, and also getting more sour with it too. Are you getting more sour? See, I got less sour the first time I drank it that way. <laughs> Freaky. <laughs> There wasn't really any good news today. I mean, we didn't have a huge amount of emails. So if you want to send us some emails, Yeah, I guess we should pimp up the emails, huh? We, we love reading email on the air, right? So send us email at It's a beer. good way to, you know, to stop these awkward silences we have when we're trying to figure out if we can talk about something on the air or if it fits better in the peer post show. Right. Beer at craftbeerradio.com. Send us your emails and we will uh, read them on the air. We try to respond to every single one. I think one of us does at least. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be times where I have like 30 emails I have to answer. So it might be like a week after you send me the email, but I I try to send at least an acknowledgement that, you know, <laughs> that your email's been seen. It's just hard to keep up with the amount of email. We, we do get. have other things to do outside of the show, so unfortunately. But we do, you know, we definitely want to f- keep the, the listeners involved, so. We're doing the show for you guys. I mean, and for us too, right? I mean, it's not like... So, like, we're doing this show totally out of our own charity. We also like being able to drink beer. We don't even like beer. Yeah. We do this just for you. We hate beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fruit juice guy. So, uh, last week we did a What Beer Am I? And the beer in this What Beer Am I? was Black Dog Ale from Spanish Peaks Brewing Company. And it wasn't a bulldog. I was thrown by the English-style ale part. The uh, Spanish Peaks dog is a black lab. Well, so so we both had corrections for, for last. So week. maybe I threw people off. Imagine how people we would have got if we actually got it right. We got like eighteen people, wow. seventeen people. Heath Blanta from Marietta, Georgia. Jamie Barlow, Barry Henderson, Drew Johnson, Patrick Kading. Hey, Drew! Congrats on the new son. Congrats. Patrick. Started a beer in twenty-one years. <laughs> Patrick's from uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and he, and he was the one who pointed out first that uh, Chug's not a bulldog after all, but rather a black lab. Daniel Batista, Brent Sheets from Battleground, Indiana. Tim Stevens from Sepulpa, Oklahoma. Sounds good to me. Dave from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Darren Collins from Mountain Vernon, Ohio. Don Osborne from St. Paul, Minnesota. We got a uh, shitty Seattle suburb, Pete. Harry <laughs> <Eric> Court. <laughs> Kurt Vollinger 
<laughs> from Rush Webden in num, 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 Wisconsin. Uh, Wesley Hetrick from Gainesville, Florida, and Aaron Chamberlain, Brooklyn, New York. And the winner is... Brent Sheets from Battleground, Indiana. Congratulations, Brent. You win a pint glass from East End Brewing Company. So we've had some people send in emails, including their addresses. But see, I don't go back and see if the winner included their address. So I'm still going to ask you to send me your address again, Brent, if you did. Okay. So send me another email saying, hey, here's my address, and we'll get you that pint glass from East End Brewing Company. Buy a good friend a good beer. Please allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Yes. (laughs) It's not going to be sent to you right away. It's going to take some time, so... Give us some time. So we didn't have any clues for what beer am I this, but I wanted to give something away. So I came up with a different game. Let's try it out. Let's, it might flop. But this one is, what style am I? We have ingredients from a homebrew recipe here. And I want to see who can guess the right style. <laughs> this is like a BJCP test, isn't it? It's kind of, yeah. It might be the only time you ever have a what style am I. We're going to try it. Wow. Okay. I mean, because a lot of this, your casual beer fan is not going to know. It, I want to try it once. I didn't have anything better. So we're going to do it this time. All right. All right. I'll, you know, whatever. This could be the first and last. What style am I? <laughs> the yeast is a Y yeast 1968. Original gravity is 1056. Alcohol is 5.5. Color is 50 plus. Hop IBUs 25.2. 16 pounds of two row pale ale malt. Three pounds of 32 Lovabon crystal malt. One to five ounces of chocolate malt. Ten ounces black patent malt and four ounces East Kent Golding's bittering. Two ounces finishing. So go back and rewind that and plan it all out and see what kind of style you come up with. And just, just send us the style. I don't need the BJCP designation. I just need the general overarching style that it is. That's it. Send your answers to WBAI at craftbeerradio.com. We're still sending it to the What Beer Am I address, but this is What Style Am I? I think this is an easy one because I just guessed it, and I'm not really all that well. <laughs> He's not a home brewer, so. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I like this sanctification, or salvation from Russian River. Hmm. It's you know it's it's interesting and it's different and it has a lot of these these other flavors that are going well. This is not a, a chugalicious beer. This is not a beer which no. you, you buy a bunch of and, and and have a good time with six of them. This is a beer you buy one you enjoy it, which a lot of the beers we tend to drink on the show are like that. So particularly a high alcohol beer, you're not going to find many that are chugomatic, as we said on the extreme beer show. <laughs> We had a, had a message on the message board from Dave from the UK, and uh, he was explaining why we, you know, we had that email last week, a person was wondering why we, how we get so many infected beers. The breweries wouldn't possibly send out infected beers. Uh, Dave says, as to why CBR may get more infected in off beers than some, maybe the Jeff and Greg and most of us listeners drink beer from small breweries with less quality control in smaller batches. This would lead to a few bottles slipping through the net. Remember, the one plus point of AB's bud and its big selling point to many drinkers is that it's consistent. I mean, this is absolutely true. I think that we, we mentioned that it's possible. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely unlikely in fact, I would say it's here for pretty much impossible that even a small brewer would put out an entire batch of beer that was infected. They they have quality controls on 
Well, here's a here's a good point. Um, heavyweight Brewing Company. I don't know about most brewers. Heavyweight, small one man operation. He didn't sanitize his bottles. He took them off the pallet and filled them. Most of the time, his beer was fine. But I'm sure he had some infections in there, you know? So I don't know about other brewers. I don't know about the ones we had. Recently, we've been having beers from these multinational Belgian, you know, companies. So obviously, they have sanitation on their bottles. But some of these small craft brewers, they might be using the bottles as is. When I heard that Tom didn't sanitize his bottles, I was like, holy crap, are you insane? But it worked for him. You know, it was an acceptable re- you know, return on what he was doing. I mean, it it, it, it costs money to sanitize all those bottles that he put out. So That's there's something to that. Yeah, you're you're very likely not going to get a, a, uh, an infected beer. But if you drink as much beer as we do from a bunch of different breweries as we do, I think that chances go up that an occasional beer will come to us that's infected. And it comes infected from the source, right? I mean, it's infected there. Once you seal the bottle, you can't infect it. At that mm-hmm. point, so what could very well happen is a bottle, three bottles, five bottles, ten bottles in the line get infected among a shipment of forty, fifty thousand bottles. And we're just well, that still makes us very unlucky. Though. It makes us unlucky, but it doesn't. It, but it's not out of the question. Yeah. No, no, no brewer would ever ship an entire batch that's infected. That, that's ridiculous. I mean, you do. You do thieves, you do, you know, taste tests of your beer before you send it out. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, it seems like we get a lot of beer, but, you know, also... The quality lot, control on, on Budweiser's beer a lot of is the beers, spectacular. A lot of I mean, the, it, is, it is frankly amazing what they yeah. do. A lot of the beers that we drink, you know, we're doing it here live to tape on the air, you know. It's very public, what we, you know, the beers we get. Most drinkers who drink craft beer, if they get a spoiled beer once a month... You know, they're going to pour down the drain and forget about it. But ours is saved on the internet for right. everyone to hear, so that might have a difference, too. The other thing is we're comparing it to other beers, other beers that are very fresh and, and in most cases very good. I mean, almost all the time we're drinking very good beers in the show. When an affected beer comes along, it's very apparent yeah, when, absolutely. It's, when it's poor. And it may not be as apparent to somebody who's, who's like drinking a couple of them when it wasn't necessarily really, you know, infected. Because the infections aren't always significant to the point where they're right. it totally makes a beer yeah, I mean, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb when we're drinking, you know, contrasting these beers against each other. Good right. point. Good point. Okay, so our last beer of the night is the blend of these two. Now, what happened? Well, we said it in the beginning, but let's clarify exactly what happened. There is the Avery Salvation and the Russian River Salvation. Uh-oh, two Salvations, different states. What are you going to do? You're going to sue each other, right? Well, they decided not to. They got together and they said, what are we going to do about this? And they decided to, in fact, work together on this and blend the two together and call it collaboration, not litigation ale. This is a blend of these two particular beers. Um, Vinny from Russian River. Russian River. Vinny from Russian River flew out to Avery to brew his salvation exactly like he does in his brewery. Then it was blended with Avery's salvation and put together and sold as collaboration at litigation. This is a very interesting idea. Now, it's even cooler because all the proceeds from this beer, all the proceeds from this beer are returned to an educational trip to Belgium where, um, I don't have his first name here, uh, or his last name, Tome from Pizza Port Brewing, The Lost Abbey, who we're going to be drinking next week, uh, or in the next couple weeks, Sam from Dogfish Head, 
Rob from Allagash, Vinny, and Adam Avery are going to take a trip to Belgium for a fact-finding <laughs> mission, if you will. <laughs> so drinking the collaboration beer will get these great, some of the most innovative brewers in the country, you know, get them together. When they get together, bad things happen, right? I mean, gonna, <laughs> come on. I mean, just Well, it's kind of like how buying our second anniversary DV helps us. <laughs> oh, shameless plug, Greg. Shameless <laughs> I plug. To, I tried to, you know, join the two together and tried to segue. Because we will be releasing that relatively soon. Yeah, we still don't have any details on on giveaways because I'm lazy. I haven't emailed any breweries <laughs> or giveaways yet. But we will. If you're interested, you can place your orders now. I will put a link up on the website. By the time you this hits your ears, it'll be down on the bottom left-hand side where the old one was to, to buy the second anniversary DVD. And, yeah, there'll be gifts. We don't so know exactly pretty. what yet, but there'll be gifts. There'll be gifts. Drawings. <laughs> a picture of Jeff and I. And the macaroni uh, art that Greg <laughs> suggested last art, time. Yes. So we have the collaboration here. Sitting in our glasses while we're being goofy. Well, that's spicy, isn't it? The aroma... I can smell both beers and the aroma, for sure. I can smell some of the, the malty, toffee sweetness, toffiness of the Russian River. Right. And then I get the, the, heart, the tighter, sugary aroma from the Avery. The, you know, something like golden ale aroma from the Avery. The color is lighter than the Russian River. It's clear, you can see through it, but it, it is very dark. I'd say a moderately dark brown. The aroma, however, I think is more restrained than, than either of the beers by themselves, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's there, but it's not yeah. sticking out like either of the beers by themselves. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just had a taste of that, and it's, there's a lot there. There is. It's first impression was it, it's certainly more drinkable than the Russian River. Right. It's um a little thinner. It just not it isn't as thick as the Russian River by itself. It's not really sweet like the the Avery. <laughs> oh, I we should mention we're drinking these in stifters which are recommended on the bottles. I said that. But go ahead. On, on the bottles themselves, they actually say no pint glass. Oh, on the Russian River and bottle, yes, absolutely. And on the collaboration litigation. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's the same icon. Yeah, they must have borrowed that. We don't have a label for the uh, Avery Salvation. Is it a candle in the middle there? No. I don't know what that is. There's something in the pint glass. Or in the... In oh, the, it's uh, the uh, the shears. Ah. The shears on the label here. It's a little sticky. Which, it, you know, it's got Avery Salvation in it, so I'm not mm-hmm. surprised. It, it's less sticky because it's got a Russian River Salvation in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it it does taste like a blending of the two beers. Yeah. It's... I don't it's, know. It's not as... It tastes... Yeah, it's hard. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it because it definitely has a blending between the two beers. It is... um. I already said it, but it, it's it's easier to drink than the Russian River by itself. It's not as enjoyable as the Russian River by itself. I concur. 
I, I like the Russian River by itself because of its. It was immensely complex. We had a yeah. lot more to say about the Russian River than we did about the Avery. I think we just gave away the rankings. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Right? I mean, it's pretty. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that there one. Are out. Only three beers after all. I. I don't know. I. I really wanted to come in this show loving every beer, mm-hmm. and that I came in the show liking one beer and kind of not enjoying the other two. Okay. It's a little disappointing to me. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed them all. Like, like I said, uh, when I first had the first half of my glass of Avery Salvation yesterday, it seemed too sweet. Then I came around to it. Today, it tasted fine. This one has... Um, hmm. No, that's not fair to say. It does. It tastes like a little bit of both beers. I mean, and that's a fair problem when when you think about it. On, that um, that it, it, the beer should it should be something unique. It shouldn't taste like the two beers mixed together, right? It shouldn't taste like you put two beers well, in a blender. When Adam Avery was on Basic Brewing Radio, James interviewed him. Great interview, and um, you know he said that you know it doesn't taste like both beers. It's something new. It you know became its own entity. I might have to say bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I disagree. I think it really does taste like you poured both. I mean, the, the label of collaboration and litigation is them pouring both of the bottles into one uh, snifter. That's what this tastes like. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. And in fact, we still have a little bit left. It might be worth a shot to try to bore a little bit of both into here and see if we get a similar flavor. Right. The um, he mentioned that you know he has people that are you know blending the two trying to figure out what the proportions are because he wouldn't really divulge the proportions that they used, and uh, Adam didn't feel it was proper him divulging the ingredients of Russian River Salvation on the podcast. If you go back and listen to it, he tells you ex- almost exactly what's in the Avery Salvation. Well, the interesting thing is that if you okay, the original gravity of Avery Salvation is one point zero eight zero. The Russian River Salvation is one point zero eight one. The collaboration is 1.079, so it's less OG. The alcohol by volume of Avery and Russian River are both 9%. The collaboration on litigation is 8.99%. So, logically, there must be some water in there. No. <laughs> I'm guessing that you know the beers are, are generalized. I mean, Vinny is... He's a bigger brewer than Scott from East End, but he's a one-man show. You know, He might have some brewer assistants, but he doesn't put out the same beer every single time. Right. And, and I... Never been to Avery Brewing. I have the feel that they're bigger, so they might be have a little more consistency. But being a point off and two points off, I think that's just the way brewing is. So I wouldn't say. But if you do the math, it's like, oh, there's water in there. It has to be water. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's you know, there's your technical thing. So yeah, so I'm interested. I'm I want to try. You want to try a to straightforward blending. I, I want to see what happens. With a blending, just to see if you can get something similar to this, or if you have to buy that. Which do you think there's more of by drinking this? Um, I think there's more of the Avery. Yeah, the Russian River is much more potent in flavor. So to get this, I think there is a higher percentage of Avery. Even the color would lead me to believe different. I mean, you think that there's Remember more. Remember how golden the Avery was, and. The, the yeah, I guess it was pretty dark. Yeah. So this has a, a very interesting. If you really analyze the color of the collaboration, it the uh, the light shining through my glass onto my thumb here is an orange. 
Even though the beer looks brown. I mean, I'm going to say out of the blue, like, you know, 1.2, 1.3 to 1 in terms of South a- of Avery to Russian River. Okay. But let's give it a shot. I got an empty pint. I just got a brand new flavor on this. And it was um, orange. Like, like you know, curious how orange is or something like that. Maybe a blood orange. I think it's, it's kind of like... The alcohol spiciness is hitting you in a way that's kind of giving you some of that flavor, but I don't. I think it's just the alcohol. Okay. I just wanted to point out that hey, there's something to talk about. I got uh-huh. a new flavor. Hey, party people. Okay, but <laughs> party on, everybody. Rock on. You only rock once. As a listener, that was pretty cool. The yeah, song caught that. A listener caught exactly where that came from. So that was cool. Okay, so we're going to try a blend here, huh? Yeah, why not? This is uh, We have some left of each of them, and so this is... Do you want to get a shot glass so we can kind of measure more accurately? So we don't use too much at once? Uh, okay. Okay, hold on. Okay, It's not at- 50-50, but we're going to do it 50-50, I think. Just for the hell of it. So we're going to take a shot glass and get two shots of each. Well, I was thinking we'll do right to there, the top of the label. All right. So here... Okay, swirl your glass up a little bit okay, there. Okay, so we have one shot glass of each in here. And the it's color lighter is lighter than yeah, the, the collaboration. Yeah, the color is a little bit lighter, as a matter of fact, on a one-to-one. One. So there would likely be more of the uh, of the Russian River in there then. It tastes a lot like Avery. So let's put a little tad more Russian River in. Now, our, you know, our ratios aren't going to be perfect because we just took a sip out of the beer. Right. But this is about two to one here. Okay, that's looking a little bit more. Looking a little bit more uh, collaboration esque. And we've got to think do we really want to waste too much Russian River by doing this instead of drinking it straight up? I'm not going fin- to be finishing uh, it, so. Okay. That's close. It's close. It's, it's similar, I man. I think. Do you want to get another glass and line up the collaboration beside it? <laughs> Yeah. Actually, yes, I do. Okay. All right, so we have our collaboration right next to our homemade collaboration. The uh, the official collaboration smells a little more roasty than the yeah. homemade collaboration. So that would lead you to think there's even more Russian River than two to one. Right. Oh, yeah. That's really close, though. It's close. Flavor-wise, it's really close. So it's like, do you want to try three to one or two and a half to one? Two and a half to one. Let's give that a shot. Even though we, I mean, we've done some sipping of it, so it's not going to be quite well, My samples of the glass is a little bit less each time to hopefully keep right. it accurate. That's your blend, homemade blend? Yep, homemade okay. blend. I didn't want to pour the shot into the wrong homemade glass. Homemade blend goes in the dogfish glass. Ooh, this is closer to three to one than two and a half to one. I poured too big of a sample. That's really close. That's really close. It's not quite there, but it's really. I think close. it's a little over now. It's a little over, just just a bit. But I mean, yeah, you're going. So it's or, like two and a half, two and seven, two point seven five to right, one. Yeah. If we if we figure it out. <laughs> We now got it, we got it by the balls. <laughs> now that we've divulged their formula, you know the two thousand craft beer radio listeners are going to ruin the next trip to Belgium That's because right. they won't have to buy collaboration. They'll buy each beer separately. <laughs> It'll cost twice as much, and they'll be able to make it themselves. <laughs> I see no problem with that. 
Craft Beer Radio, we're divulging industry secrets. <laughs> so anything else you want to say before we wrap this puppy up? No, I think this has been an interesting show. I think the, the, the beer... Uh, you know, we didn't do our rankings, but it's relatively obvious. This Russian River collaboration, Avery. I think that's yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to have to go that way too. Um, I like the Avery a lot better than Greg did, but yeah, it's still out of these three. Oh wait, yeah, I like the, the collaboration by a hair. I enjoy oh, okay. the Avery. I enjoy the Avery a- as is. I think I like the collaboration a hair better. I'm still. I mean, I I think the Russian River Salvation is is better than both of them. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to Craft Beer Radio. We appreciate that you tune in every week. If you're having iTunes problems downloading our show, send us an email. Let us know. I'm trying to get that thing resolved. It's hard to really track down where the problem is. Uh, we're gonna have the anniversary DVD. Hopefully, an announcement next week. But you can sign up early. Next week, two shows that we might be doing. Either Scott Smith will be on from East End Brewing Company. We'll be doing the. Uh, the the very old and kind of stale American hop but he triples. He wanted to do a smoke beer show. He just did a beer for a smoke beer. I have um, left hand smoke jump, so we might do smoke beers and break the mold. If Scott's not on, we're gonna be doing some Lost Abbey. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you again next week. I don't have time for this, everybody. That's all for Craft Beer Radio. Send us an email at beer at craftbeerradio.com or check out our website, craftbeerradio.com, for forums and more information. Our music, opening and closing, were Out of Towners by the band St. Dragon, available from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. Craft Beer Radio is licensed under the Creative Commons license. Check out craftbeerradio.com for more information. Party on, everybody. Yeah.